Thank you for tuning in to Kineticast. I'm your host, Bo Sauls. This is the second episode with Colin Risen from the Body District on the Kineticense ecosystem in full effect. In this episode, we talk more about how we handle the client slash patient between our two businesses. We also talk about how Kineticense has allowed Colin and I to create new programming more specific to different areas of the body. For more information about Kineticense, go to www.kineticense.com where you can book your free online demo. Let's go ahead and finish the second part of the Kineticense ecosystem in full effect with Colin Risen and the Body District. Let's get back to more ecosystem yeah. stuff. So really you saw what, what type of clinic was, how we looked at the body as a unit. We yeah. used technology, we advanced everything. Was, it's about being in the, in the now and being with you and the athlete you are now versus the athlete 50 years ago, which was a different athlete anyway. Yeah. Um, you, you, I saw that you connected on that, but then we created our, we started to create our more of our business relationship. Mm-hmm. We started to create the the Kineticense ecosystem, yep. which is the main point of this episode, honestly. Right. Um, and that's where we created it. And uh, what we you, you send me people, yep. and I now baseline people and send you back their data. Yep. And I am working on the functional rehab aspect. Of this is what you need to do to be functional, and this is how you can get this to where you can move. And you're now taking all of the scoring that we have, and you're finding their greatest weaknesses, and you're finding new and more advanced ways to help improve those areas. And our results are through the roof. Like yeah. that's that's what we want to see. We're only seeing numbers go up on our yeah. people versus seeing the up and down. And ah, you're not doing great today. What's going on today? What's going on? Right. We're seeing that that increase, and that's. Again, why it shows you to do the podcast versus yeah. uh, we work with different gyms and stuff, but right. you and I have a different relationship because we're putting more time and thought into what we're going to do for these people, and we're getting into that in a second. Right. Um, but so let's talk about what what made you feel the trust besides just how I handled you. Like you're going to send me a client, right? Like yeah. I understand how I handled you is a great example and all right, that. Right. But what is the? I guess that that would build the trust. But what was the, what you thought? Okay, I want to send my people to this guy because I know that he will get this. I will get this information out of right. there, or whatever it is. I don't know. So, um, outside of obtaining the information myself, uh, the first client that I sent you, um, I believe, did they go together? I'm not sure. If yeah, they, they did. They did. So. The first time they went, um, they came back and my entire session that next day with them was talking about Kinetic Center. They, <laughs> cool. they could not, I mean, they could not give it up and nor did I want them to because the longer they organically spoke about the operation and how much they loved what they went through. And I didn't care what they did. I didn't even, I didn't need specifics. I just wanted to know how they felt. Um, you know, what kind of conversations did they have? What was their experience like? And they just kept going back to, man, those guys are awesome. And you know, it's, it was like, I've never felt this good. Um, you know, we're talking about body parts that they felt like they haven't been able to use properly and things like that. And so after, after sending one client one group of clients there and them coming back and seeing both you and Brennan that day and coming back with information from um, both of you and one it matching with what I've been seeing with them um, which really is backwards what I've been seeing matched what they yeah. ended up getting <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, was a good confirmation for me um, and it helped me in this from a trainer standpoint understand that we're moving the right way um so 
you've provided them with the information that they were able to provide me, which made me better at my job instantly, boom, I'm sold already right there. Not even to consider the fact that they were so gung-ho on you all as people, you know, and uh, that was one thing that, you know, they kept saying was you could tell they really care. You could tell they really care. Yeah. And the one thing I don't want to send someone to is someone that doesn't care. Right. And um, because as long as you care, life happens. But as long as we have the intention of doing well and people understand that, it's a lot easier to navigate. And um, and that, so after that, you know, I've, I haven't referred anyone to any other chiropractor <laughs> in the city. It's like, Took them. yo, I this, this gym straight down. up, the gym is done. It's like, this is where I go. This is That's where I awesome. recommend people. And, awesome. and uh and I always tell the, the newer people, you know, because people have started talking about you all here in the gym and uh, I tell them, you know, I don't get a commission like off of y'all right. going to him. And I want y'all to know that because that's something I take very serious. Is everything we do is unpaid between us. Everything. Everything. So, you know, y'all understand that I'm, I'm purely giving you all, you know, access to information that has made me feel good and helped me. And people appreciate that and they, are more willing to kind of open up to different th and newer things. And um, with that, you know, knowing that they're getting the information that they need, credible information and um, caring information, you know, I, I, I have no reason to send anyone anywhere else, yeah. you know? And uh, I think that we are now creating an ecosystem where we're gonna be able to bounce back and forth a lot more and really see like, Yesterday, uh, one of our clients, um, he came back from a ski trip and uh, told me that he felt none of the pains that he usually feels. Amazing. Zero. He Amazing. said, dude, he was going, he said they had like six hour days yeah. and he said that they, uh, like the whole time, he said his knees didn't have any problems and he typically has as right. you know, knee problems. Yeah. Um, Ankles, fine. Knees, fine. Back, great. Said didn't get sore or anything like that. And so I was, I was really excited about that, knowing his history and, and skiing and whatnot. But like you said, that ecosystem of being able to send someone somewhere that I trust and uh, knowing that the information and the process that they're going to go through is based on them, and right. truly from a practitioner's standpoint. Correct. And you said the caring aspect and like the really caring about the patient. Yeah. Now, I've had practitioners and docs tell me like, this sounds weird, but like uh, you put too much on that. Like yeah. I, I do connect a lot with each patient. Yeah. I spend a lot of time and I try to get to know every patient for a reason. I think that I get to know what type of personality they have. And I think that matters with uh, if they're just hyperactive brains that are a little bit nervous about stuff. I think they're generally over facilitated people anyway. They're going to have a lot locked in muscles that are probably guarding muscles all the time i just want to be aware of that right. if something happens but besides that point like people are gonna people are gonna see that we care more because i'm spending three to five minutes doing a full movement screen on you that doesn't count the orthopedic testing and the neuromuscular right. testing of the full history that we take or the posture analysis or the gait analysis or the range of motions that we take like it doesn't count any of that but you see all of that Right. You see all of that collection. You see the the. I am not just saying, okay, you should be all right. Yeah. I'll adjust you. You should be all right. Yeah. 
that's not what it is. It's, I did a spinal clearance testing on you. We did nerve testing on you. We did a full movement screen on you and found your greatest areas that mattered. And now you're like, man, this guy cares. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't want to lose my license. <laughs> I definitely care about my license. But my point is, I don't think anyone's going to lose their license if they don't do it. I'm not saying that I'm not going to, anyone's going to lose their license for yeah. not doing it. My point is, though, that dang, if I don't have a ton of information, like if someone ever said anything, couldn't yeah. I just pull up all this data and be like, look, that's how he moves. Yeah. That's how I saw him. Everyone. Obviously, like that, but now, but that's protection for a doc, like all that stuff, right? So yeah. you see, that goes you, deep. you see that I care and you see that, and that's kind of the person and Dr. Brennan, the people that we are. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's definitely more visual and people, connect that way and relate that way more because we are spending the time. We right. are doing more data collection. And just so you know, practitioners, the, the one of the major reasons they don't do a lot of functional movement screening is because it takes 40 to 50 minutes to get the data. Yeah. And I can't, like, that's just not a viable option to do 40 no. to 50 minutes and all of the other stuff we talked that's about before I treat you. Yeah. And so the point there is that's what they think the only option is, not realizing that we're doing all of that in three minutes. Right. So because it's 3D technology that makes a full 3D image of the body and records you the whole way, yeah. I can see your shoulder and your head and your knee in three planes of motion at the same time versus seeing one plane of motion as a human and one area yeah. at one time. So then I have to make you do that movement multiple times, which changes the movement over right. time, which is now a different assessment. And then we can get into all the theoretical yeah. stuff that goes on. That's so so the point is, it's sitting here you, you saw the caring, you saw that, and then now we're, now we're sending people back and forth. So it's not, even that, it's not even that we're taking care of people together. You talked about that one, with the one client, yeah. your client, my patient, that was skiing and didn't have any of these pains. Well, yeah. that's not me, that's us. Right. That's us working with him. Yeah. We have the data, and I have worked on those specific areas and those tissues and joints and neurological control stuff, yep. and you have worked on every other aspect that could possibly right. power, efficiency, uh, agility, everything that you could imagine. Having stability in three planes of motion and different yeah. joints, having That's big, yeah, too, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> wasn't it? <Yeah. laughs> he had some issues. So yeah. the point is, though, that you did that. And now, because we created that, look at how happy the client is with me. Just like, and I, I mean that on purpose for the listeners. Yeah. Like, look how happy they are with me because you have done so much training with them on that side and I have done this and we did it together. Yep. So like, I can't believe, I love my doc, I yeah. love my trainer, I love my gym, I love my gym manager, you're not just a trainer, but like, <laughs> yeah, my point yeah. is, the, the, that's, the, that's it, right? Yeah. That's the ecosystem. Yeah. And now we've talked about it, we've, uh, we didn't just theorize, it was already going in different clinics, but right. this is the best example of that I could give anybody yeah. of what an ecosystem does. Because now you have gym members that are talking about the Kinetic Center, because of Kineticense, yeah. because of this technology where they can go and they can find all of their data, find this, work with you, know that we're communicating the same way about their body, yep. and they're gonna continue progression versus trying to figure out, am I regressing? Right. Is there areas that are bad? Am I getting worse? Is it just pain that I feel right now? Or is there something that's actually going on in my body? Yeah. So um, I don't know, I think that's, that's, those are a lot of the big keys for me on yeah. the ecosystem side. But um, what about you? What, what else? What do you? What else do you see before we wrap it up? Um, another, you know, I would say uh, if I had to give like an ending note um, on what the importance of kineticense and the entire kinetic center has played in my life as an individual, firstly, and then as a trainer, gym manager. Um, 
I myself have never felt this good. Um, holistically, it changes uh, my my state of mind. You know, waking up feeling better every single day, getting started quicker, not so sluggish in the mornings because I don't have little weird ailments that make <laughs> me want to stay yeah. in bed. You know, I mean, we take so much for granted until we get shown that we don't have to be in that situation. Correct. And a lot of times, as we get older, we get so micro-focused on the things that impact us immediately that the macro situations that we're in, like that weird, um, you know, uh, whatever was going on with the AC joint. There was a lot going on. Yeah, I don't even want to just call it, it a separation. Yeah, the point no. is that the AC joint was the, the AC joint separation was the symptom of what you had going on. Exactly, and so. to be able to learn that and not to have to say, damn, I've been doing all this recovery work for the last four months in the gym, but I still can't strict overhead press the bar and a 10 on each side, you know? Right, it's, which is no weight to you. Yeah, right? that's yeah. nothing to me. Like, I was strict overhead in 225 at my strongest. So to be able to go from that to not being able to strict overhead 90 pounds to then being able to go back to strict overheading 185 yep. and having no pain and holding it above my head and grinding my teeth and wanting to throw the weight like that's a really heartfelt moment for me yeah. um and it's not only performance but it's life it's yeah. you know me and something i say all the time um is i want to be able to throw the baseball or football with my son or grandchild whoever it's going to be this programming and system has allowed me to be able to say, I know I will be able to do that. Heck yeah. And in turn, be able to say, I know I can put all these other people in a position to relieve these weird little ailments that yeah. we don't need. That we think is life. Like we yeah. think, we know it is life because we, like, okay, I'm not gonna act like there hasn't been docs that have done this. Like right. we have, they haven't had this technology, yeah. but there, there's docs that have that have done wellness care, that have focused on these areas, yeah. and have spent years and years and years finding out the right paths and how to do this, blah blah blah. All that. Yeah. Well, the point is that 2020 has allowed us to say, here's a technology mm-hmm. that can do this for you, and you don't have to be a functional movement expert. Because if you can click start, stop, and then save, yeah. you're gonna get all the data. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is anyone can collect the screen with the system because it's an objective way to measure people. Right. But then it's how do you apply it and what do you do? And that's where we become the trainer, the practitioner, yeah. and that's where we change lives on our yeah. own. And that's where we see us. But the key there is the technology gives us the advantage. And yeah. now we have the advantage to do more. Now. Uh, real quick before we end it, I yeah. know that was it, but no, there's one thing I wanted to hit. Um, yeah. We talked about some meniscus stuff. We talked oh, about yeah. like not a lot of, um, you know, with a meniscus, like if it's not a complete tear, it's a yeah. partial tear, there's going to be some stuff in there. It's going to be a little tender. We treat it, get it down to a pain level of one to three, but yeah. then you need to go weight bearing and you go loading. We got to get some stability in there. You got to work on that. Yeah. And what we, you and I were working on was we were looking at different ways to do things and we're doing functional movement screens on people and finding these issues and say okay so we see that their balance is an issue yeah so we need to work on stability of the knee their balance is an issue and they have this these immobile ankles and unstable shoulders right a scapula right. 
So I'm working on their ankles, adjust them, get them going through, get some activation for scaps, stuff like that. Yep. And then I send the data to you and I say, all right, what are we gonna do with this? Yeah. And that's when you did what? Created a new thing. Yep. You take the data that you have, you find new ways to add stability. You know, so tell to go ahead and describe the listeners because so, they don't have the visual that we Yeah, have. no. Um, <clears throat> so we just introduced a, a Rogue Z uh, hyperextension donkey to the gym. and Describe what it looks like to people. So if you could imagine, okay. A GHD probably with like. Yeah, I would say, you know, imagine your favorite high uh, glute ham extension machine, anyone, um, imagine the padding to be twice as wide. And what you're gonna wanna do is imagine a swing on the bottom of that as well. So this swing now creates leverage for you, whether you're using it as a glute ham machine or if you're standing like Bo and I were doing yesterday and um, you're using it for more functional, um, I wouldn't necessarily say corrective, but stability, stability exercises. Training. Yeah, stability training. So you're now able to, um, as, the, as the lever falls and returns, as a pendulum would, um, you're able to stay in that position, whether you're in a glute ham raise, you're in a pal-off press, you're in a glute kickback, you single, know, leg, single leg stand, you're in a, a single arm overhead press. Um, but the point of this machine is to introduce stabilization to parts that you may be missing it. For me at the moment, there are many uses of the machine, but this one right here will, especially like you mentioned, meniscus, um, you know, areas of our body that we need to load uh, properly, and especially after injury, uh, this machine right here is probably single-handedly the most beneficial in those terms because it's not gonna overbear you in those loading moments. It's gonna actually create stability for us. It's gonna create, and all, just about any exercise you do, you're going to be a core-centric. Right. So, it brings everything to the center, which is what I love. So even when I'm working my AC with those overhead pulls like we did yesterday, my core is so engaged that I don't have to do ab workouts. Yep. You know, my core is so engaged when I'm doing my lower body, um, my lower extremity work for my balance like we've talked about. Um, there is, it's hard, kind of hard for me to explain to people uh, the uses that I have for this machine because I've found so many, literally so many. I've, I told Homeboy earlier, I said, I've gone through an entire day of work, which is 13 hours, and only touched that the whole day and got a crazy workout in. Yeah. I've also had people come in the next day, go through an hour of a training session, only touch that, almost not sweat, and say they had just one of the best workouts they've ever had. Yeah. And that right there truly showed me, like you talked about with the, the stability and when we were speaking of knees, because yeah. that's a big thing. To be able to load the different joints, you know, put pressure on ligaments, create a moment of force, especially for people like yourself and myself who like to jump and do things like that, without in the moment of training creating too much pressure and pain right and um, because when you're in pain you can't you can't progress in pain correct so uh, that was that's been the biggest piece of um, of, of 
for that Rogue Donkey Z Hyper Extension. Um, and you know what's funny is the Z, it's called a Z because of those little brackets on the bottom. Yeah. Not because it's a Z, but just because <laughs> of Z. the little brackets. Yeah, I was like, where's the Z? But anyway, um, so yeah, so that's why I keep getting mixed up on the name because I don't call it a Z Hyper, whatever it's called. But that machine right there, um, the uses are out of this world and there's not a single machine that I've been able to uh, to work my my shoulder um, or ankle or knee uh, stability the same right or even close yeah now I'm trying to think of things that I've done that have even come close to replicating the you know? the and the difference is that with that pendulum action with the jump stretch band on it you're getting that like it's going to be a load and it yeah. deloads really quick but then it progressively loads you a little more right and it's progressive loading and then deloading over and over again and you have to adapt yep adapt adapt and you have to yeah. consistently adapt and when your brain has to adapt and change you're learning those movements yep. and you're, you're staying neuromuscularly heck yeah and that's you know that's what matters more right like yep. we we if our brain's not a part of it then Good luck. Like, Mind and muscle, man. Yeah. Mind and muscle. Well, and so what do we do here, right? Like, so we have a system now that's got you focused on like some, maybe some balance aspects and different yeah. things that are just looking at the body slightly different. Yeah. And you're taking the, some really cool things that you have access to that most practitioners don't have yeah. access to. And now you're creating protocol um, off of data that you're collecting. So there's the ecosystem. Right. I'm using it and I'm creating healthcare protocol while you're creating new protocols in the gym that we're training people on. So yeah. now that they're moving, like the tissues are healthier, they come to you to actually progress. Right. Like, yeah, the rehab's great. The rehab's yeah. awesome, but the rehab is mostly to get you to be able to do things again exactly. so that you can go do stuff. Right. But you, when you go out and do things, what are you gonna do? Are you just gonna go out and ski? Or are you gonna go out and prepare in the yeah. gym with a professional that's gonna get you ready to ski? Because right. odds are, yeah, you're feeling pretty good after the rehab, but go skiing and oh my gosh, my yeah. knee hurts. I need four more days of rehab. Right, exactly. Or you go out and you use that same data uh, with an ecosystem that's been built. You go yeah. to that trainer that works with that healthcare practitioner, yeah. and then you use that same data that was just used on your healthcare to train and then you go ski and you don't feel anything that you felt your whole life. Yeah. That's that's it right there. That's the ecosystem. It makes you warm inside. Yeah, man. I'm over here like tingling and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I know it's raining here in Dallas. Yeah. And stuff. This is not the coldness. No, no, no. It's not. <laughs> that's, yeah, man. I love thinking about that, dude. And I, you know how often I see him all the time. So it's, yeah. Well, so to hear, you know, him basically say something that he's dealt with his whole life, dealing with us for what, two and a half months now, maybe. Um, it's gone. It's yeah. gone. gone. It's wild. Gone. 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 Yeah. Doesn't exist. Because this guy's probably never heard of a practitioner before yet. Yeah. <laughs> <My laughs> yeah. like, most of these people that we work with, too, have already seen other practitioners. Oh, yeah. It's not like I'm the first person that's ever touched them. No. And you're not the first person that's ever trained them. So nope. I, we're, we are trying to better ourselves for our client. And I think by putting the client in the center and speaking the same language and data and movement, yeah. I think, and objectively, I think that's where the key is. And right. I know for you, your experience with Kineticense was mostly Kinetic Center and Kineticense at the same time because yeah. that's how you got to, that's how you visualized it. Yeah. You visualized them together. But I'll tell you right now, yeah, the Kinetic Center is great. Dr. Brenner and I are great, but that system is in many clinics. Yeah. And the people that go in there and that are getting baseline, tracking their progression and regressions will always stay focused on the areas that are weakest in them 
the areas that are regressing and not progressing, yeah. and then still focus on the areas that they need work on the most right now. Right. And to me, if you have people doing that, then you're trying to get better, they're going to get better, and you're going to continue to get better. Right. And that's, again, that's all we want. That's why what do you, it's about. Why do you do what you do, and why do I do what I do? Make people better. That's right. Colin, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks Great episode. Me, man. Definitely awesome. went longer. Let me see what we're at. Ooh, yeah, okay. one hour on the dot right there. So, nice. um, yeah, nice. definitely said 20 minutes when we started. It's all I know good. we both got meetings and yeah. stuff, but um, we'll have you back in. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get another episode in. Um, oh, yeah. I do say this a lot with different people, but you're oh, definitely, definitely one that's going to be on. Um, what we're going to do next on the next episode, I've already kind of prefaced yeah. this with you, um, is we're going to start to bring these protocols that we've started to create off of the system and how we're using it with patients. So this was a big ecosystem talk, and that's what I wanted everyone to hear and grasp. But we're going to start to create these different, like, not saying protocols, this is how you have to do it, but here's how we use the data and the technology to create a protocol. Right. And this is why we did this here, and we're going to give a bunch of different case studies and examples. So that'll be our next episode. we got a couple months to build it, but we'll do that. Awesome. All right, thanks, Colin. Thank you, Good man. seeing you, man. That was awesome. Thank you for listening to the second episode of the Kineticence Ecosystem in Full Effect with Colin and I. The point of these episodes was to give live examples of how the Kineticence ecosystem has helped connect gyms, gym managers, and clinicians in different areas. We will continue to interview and talk with different people that are using the Kineticence ecosystem and different practitioners, and I think that this will give us more information to how we can better ourselves and use the technology to continue to advance. On the next episode, we have Doctor of Physical Therapy from the Dallas Stars, Nick Andreas, joining us to talk about how he baselines and gathers data with most of his athletes. For more information about Kineticence, you can go to www.kineticence.com where you can book your free online demo. I'm your host, Bo Sauls. Let's keep learning about movement, performance, and rehab together.